0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Choose Spinners. Once again, this is episode 10. That's why I'm trying to look.
1: Wow, 10 already?
0: Look, yeah, that's why I'm trying to look like a 10 today. And speaking yeah. of 10... You're like
1: more like an 11. Oh, thank you. 11 feet tall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you mean 11 inches tall.
1: Oh, sorry, in- this one.
0: Thank you. Thank Fine. you though for that vote of confidence, Emil. <laughs> By the way, my name is Mandy.
1: My name is Emil.
0: And uh, welcome to the show. So the 10th episode is actually in honor of our um, 10th guest who is also a woman. Uh, last week, we had Miss Celeste Cortez um, be, gu- be a guest here on the show, and we had so much fun with her. And hopefully, this time around, this boss lady who we're going to be talking to today will have fun as well. Let's get to know Miss Angela Green. Hey, Angela. Hey, Angela. Very lovely woman. Welcome to the show.
1: Welcome, welcome.
0: So, how have you been? I mean, tell us more about yourself first. Like, what do you work with? How, how you got into the Philippines? You know, the, all, those, all those things. Can you sure. please tell us about it? All, all the fun facts. The quick, the one Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> I've lived in the Philippines for about five years. Now, wow. Out there right. Yeah, I work for a BPO. Um, so, I've lived out there. Right now, I'm in the U.S. I'm really hard to get home. Uh, thanks to this pandemic. Um, yeah. But,
0: you know, I can get back. Aww.
1: Nice. Yeah, time wow, we,
0: Yeah, five time, years. Huh? That's a long time. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry, Emil. It feels like it was
2: just yesterday, and it feels like it was ten years all at the same time. I originally came out for two years, and extended two, and then extended one, and it just keeps going. I love it.
0: Wow. Love you, love you. So far, you've been loving it. So, um, question is, how did you get in? Uh, how did you get in here in the Philippines in the first place? Yeah.
2: So it was with my job.
0: Um, I work for a BPO that has offices in the
2: U.S. and the Philippines and all over the world. And I came out with a client for a work purpose. Uh, It was June of 2015 and fell in love immediately and moved out in September of 2015. So I just, I had to get back. It took about two months to get everything together and then made my way out. Wow. See,
1: Mandy, Mandy, I told you, it's either love for a woman or love for a job. You're still gonna end up staying the. <laughs>
0: good job, definitely. <laughs> yeah, good job, definitely. Hmm. Good to know, good Love to you. know, Angela. So, um, being a wait, you're from the U.S., right? Yeah, be from the U.S. Yeah,
2: I born in Texas, and then lived in Florida for about ten years, wow. when then came out.
0: Awesome. So you're in Florida right now.
2: Right now, I'm in Louisiana with my Ooh. family. Calls it its own pandemic fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that's. I guess that's something that we could talk about in the in, in another in another time in another episode. Yeah. So, um, would you tell? Would you mind telling us, um, what you do for work? What 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 you do in the BPO, um, in the BPO company?
2: Sure. um I'm a VP of client solutions, so I basically. Uh, work as liaison, if you will, between our um, our partners and our our business itself. Um, and then I support some U.S.-based uh, telcos. Uh, so I I spend a lot of time on Zoom meetings. <laughs> that's what I do wow. for a living. Is that talk on Zoom oh, Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, just making sure that we we keep that connection between our partners. Mm, that's you know, amazing.
1: You know, BPO was my first job when I landed in the Philippines 11 years ago.
2: Was it? It's funny, How it wasn't it? my original career. I had a background in entertainment and then hospitality, and I stumbled into it. Uh, I just had my 11-year anniversary with the company, so I, I stumbled into it wow. for something part-time, and then it just it took off from there, and I've traveled a lot.
0: Wow. Lovely lovely indeed you know I'm, I'm actually slowly adapting into like Emil's vocabulary saying lovely to everything
1: yeah i just <laughs> love the i just <laughs> love the word really lovely it's like so lovely <laughs>
0: reflects to all our guests okay mm-hmm. all right um angela oh wait do Do you have any questions Emil? i'm sorry i've been talking no so- no
1: no go ahead i mean two versus yeah, one oh, Most it's it's tonight very, so very
0: corporate professional so um, I just want to ask, like, okay, you're basically a boss. You're basically a boss woman. How, if you're, if you're gonna, if <laughs> you're that, gonna, okay. <laughs> if you're gonna um, get applicants, what are you looking for, basically? Um, most of it's personality. It's really having the,
2: you know, heart and wanting to help others. If you don't want to help, then it's not the job for you. Because it's not an easy job at yeah. all. Um, You know, people aren't usually calling in to say, hey, just wanted to let you know I'm happy with your company. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) you're usually dealing with a lot of uh, overcoming objections and adversity and and folks that you've kind of got to turn that around. So you really have to have a passion for uh, customer service and making people happy. Um, Obviously, good work ethic, which isn't a problem in the Philippines. It's one of the things that I love the most. Um, About our staff is really strong graphic and wanting to make sure that you know You're always there when you're supposed to be and you're always coming to work and it's something we Sometimes have challenge in different pockets around the
0: world, Mm -hmm. but it's one of the things I love about my team Awesome. So, um during the pandemic how how have you guys been doing like how's how's business how's work? How have you been adjusting? Well
2: I think as far as business goes um, you know in the line of count that I have that business is always going to be a necessity. We always need our cell phones. So business itself has been fine. Obviously the challenge that all companies are going through right now is ensuring employee safety first and then ensuring that the business is able to run within those standards. So that's been something that we've um, obviously worked to overcome on a personal level. You know it's obviously challenging. Yep. I'm yeah. used to traveling. I was going back and forth from the U.S. to the Philippines about once a month for a while. And, uh, I got accustomed to living on a plane and out of a suitcase. Now I'm living <laughs> out of a suitcase, but very different, you know, feel to it. So that's been a bit of an adjustment. Um, the initial lockdown one, because I was uh, in the Philippines. I since oh, okay. got stuck here because of travel wow. restrictions changing. Um, but I, when I was home and the lockdown, obviously it's just your world kind of just figures out what your new schedule is, but there's some silver linings that came out of it too. You know, we had the necessity of ordering things to come to us versus us going out and going <laughs> to the store. So we were able to, find, right. like, yeah, exactly. local farmers uh, to be able to get fresh produce. You know, I found the dairy and batangas that I didn't know about that I now get oh, all wow. my yogurt and milk from. So
0: there's some cool stuff that's come out of it too. Yeah. So I was actually going to get to that. What are the other things like work-wise that, you know, that this pandemic highlighted, like the best things that this pandemic ha- highlighted or made happen to you?
2: From a work perspective Yeah. or personal? Work- yeah, from yeah. a work perspective. I think the biggest thing it highlighted to me is that I made the right decision for the, the specific company that I work for oh, just because okay. of how they put people first a lot. Um, and it also made me just really have a lot of love and respect for my team because, you know, I've got some, it's funny because I typically have a, a pretty balanced team. Uh, it used to be predominantly uh, male, then it was kind of half-half, and right now, I have a predominantly female team. I've just been awesome. so proud of these women, <laughs> just like putting their boots gonna on gonna and headed tonight. out. They're
1: going to lose tonight. Anything <laughs> okay. I say is like two versus one, so I'm just going to listen no. tonight.
0: No. That's not this, the goal. No, yeah, I've got some strong,
2: strong women on my team who, as soon as it happened, you know, they were the ones that were out there going door to door to our employees, wow. making sure they were safe, wow. and it just made me really proud of my team.
0: That's amazing. So uh, I was also going to get to that question. What do you think is like the most powerful thing that women can bring to a workforce, and especially in a corp- in the corporate world? It's funny. It's it's a lot of conversations
2: that we're having these days really is around that topic i'm a regional board member for our uh, our women's board that we have uh, awesome and then i also wow. am a part of our diversity and inclusion team that we have in the philippines so it's a topic that for all you know my minority groups or groups that may not have had the strongest voice historically speaking in the corporate world uh, that we're starting to ask and one of the things that always Forward with women is just their passion for others um, and they're really being able to look out for the team and ensure that you're good. Um, and then just passion in general. You know, like we put a lot of fire inside of us. So when you release That's that in a corporate true. environment, it's very successful.
1: And, 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 and to add to that, uh, like for example, in my businesses that I have, you know, I'm always are surrounded by women. I think it's also, I don't know if you agree with me, but peace and order also when there is a woman (laughs) in the workplace, you know, it kind of like harmonize everything, you know, make sure that everything is okay. Nothing goes out the line. So that's why, I mean, I'm so much love for women in the workplace.
0: Also because your wife's well. watching you right now. <laughs> no,
1: know, yeah, yeah. Also because <laughs> my wife is watching me right now. So I have to say that. I was just kidding.
0: There's a script we'll right, go right go in home front of you. Safe tonight. <laughs> <laughs> There's a script right in front of you and a gun. No, no, no. I'm Very just kidding. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So anything else you'd like to add to that, Emil? I'm sorry. I forgot. No, no,
1: no. That's that's it. I mean, I'm proud to hear that, you know, Angela It's you know, as a strong team, especially in pandemic, you know, I've seen a lot of, I'm I, I actually, I wanted to know more about it because I've seen a lot of BPO laying off employees, but then hearing from you, I, I, am happy that you know there are certain local local company that actually uh, went after the employee to make sure that they're safe, make sure that, you know, they can still continue to support their family and et cetera. I mean, that's lovely. My favorite word. Uh,
2: and it was, it was, you know we actually put together a a global kind of you know a team that was just really working on figuring out how to navigate as things were going because as you guys are well aware you know it was changing by the minute sometimes in the very beginning when we went in lockdown and figuring it out so that was the absolute first priority and you know if anything most of your uh, bpos when you compare it to other businesses in the country are, are still hiring right now i mean you're constantly going to have a need yeah. for a lot of the services that we support. So it's, wow. it's still a business that is both safe and available.
0: It's good to hear That's some sort of a, what do you call this? Um, security that this business is still going to keep on going and, you know, eventually all the other businesses would also like rise up and get on, uh, moving on. <laughs>
1: Angela, we want to know more of you, more of you instead yes. of work. Let's talk about it. Let's move on from work, you know, go more on the... I've got to go straight into time. that after
2: this. Yeah, you've been
1: in the Philippines for five years. You come from a country that, you know, it's completely different, right? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you live in Texas and then you said Florida, if not mistaken. What, you know, things that you think are similar to where you come from that you found in the Philippines?
2: Similar. Um, I think just a general affinity for pop culture has been very oh, you know, okay. similar. <laughs> I, I learn about artists quickly in the Philippines as I would in the U.S. Um, so that's been nice. It's not like I've had to, you know, adjust my music style or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I When I first got out there, I was amazed uh, at just the the love of basketball, uh, you know, and I think that's something that everyone bonds over a lot is, you know, the sports and love of basketball because, uh, especially with different, you know, teams that I'm not a huge, huge, I love the game, but I don't have like a specific team. So just being able to talk about the sport in, in general kind of <laughs> fun. And then um, I really love, and I come from the South too, right? so it's yep. obviously regionally different in the U.S. There's a lot of different things, but the South is much more warm, and you know with hospitality. Everything revolves around food, and so I felt very kindred spirit in the Philippines. Because <laughs> I felt the nice. same, right? Like we're always talking about food. I could probably have an entire
0: segment on food. Awesome! Really? So we're gonna get to that. Yeah, let's dig into that. What I is know. your favorite Filipino food? It's hard to find
2: food in general that I don't like, um, but you know, I, of course, I love, like, a good party with, like, on. I, uh, <laughs> I like Oh, Like, when I first got there, it was a safety net for me. Like, I worked in uh, Off-Edsa in Greenfield District, and there was a saw across the street, and that was the first thing I learned about, and I think I ate there every single day for, like, a wow. couple of months. Really <laughs> um, I love soups, but obviously you think of soup as a cold weather or when you're sick, so I don't yeah. get it as much as I yeah. would like, but like blah, 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 and um, chicken sinola with lots and lots of chili. Um, yes. I like both of those. <laughs> I have, if salpy is on the menu, I'm getting it no matter where oh, we wow. go. Lots of my friends, like we like to eat kind of like pika pika style. So like, that's a perfect one, right? Like you can put it in the middle. Uh, I have a tradition when I travel very early internationally, mm-hmm. and I, there's this one little place that I get uh, beef tapa for breakfast every time before I leave the country. It's like I need it before I go. And then, of course, I have a sweet tooth, which can be cured immediately <laughs> in the Philippines. My very first love when I got off the plane the first time was someone handed me an ensamada. And I was just like, hard bread, cheese, Ooh, yes. Like, <laughs> what else do I need in life? And then I think, I mean, I could keep going. But what I'll stick with now is I'm on a personal mission to turn all of my American friends into lovers that, of the gluttony that is hollow hollow. I oh am. yes oh
1: yeah
2: Extra it's delicious amazing one. so i try to convince everyone when they come in i'm like just ignore that there's corn in it i promise it's good you're gonna <laughs> love
1: it yeah halo, halo. i mean i love it especially when it's summer you know it's hot oh yeah so, like, you know what, i'd take it
0: anytime even if it's raining in the philippines i'd eat halo halo
1: yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> have you tried balut
0: i have
2: not i am um texture sensitive is what i try to tell myself Mm -hmm. i just i have no i have no desire for it uh (laughs) i have lots of friends who eat it uh not been something we it's funny because we used to have um in the office as a joke like when any you know foreigners would come over or expats would come in that would be the first thing that everyone would convince them to try obviously
0: um i i skipped out on that stuff What's the most <laughs> exotic food that you've ever tried here in the Philippines? Like in, in any of, of your travels?
2: I don't know that I've had anything super exotic. Um, at some point in time, I've tried, you know, like crickets and things like that. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, when, when traveling, um, I had... Uh, a liquor that had like a scorpion and one that had like a cobra in it and that felt very exotic and I felt it for like a week after Uh, but
0: But that wasn't in the Philippines right?
2: it was in the Philippines actually it was like at this little bar in QC (gasps) and they convinced me to try it yeah there
1: is, I know it's like a liquor I'm not not sure if it's lambanog but inside the bottle there is an actual scorpion right? Mm
0: -hmm. yeah Yeah, a scorpion and like a cobra or something wow yeah. so that I've, tried, nice I've
1: tried that i tried that before
0: that's the, the most the yeah that's the most exotic thing that we've ever tried so far what about um food in the philippines that really reminds okay. you of home let's say you get homesick a little bit and what what what's your comfort food what's the food here in the philippines that you eat to remind you of home um <laughs> no actually yeah, it's funny
2: I think if I'm thinking like Filipino food or if I'm just food in general, because that was another thing that made it easier for me the first like eight months when I moved out there were very challenging for me for a number of reasons. I moved out by myself. I had never really visited before, so I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, a lot of different things and I would obviously there's a lot of us chains so that was the first thing that would make me feel home is go to like Chili's, which you know is blasphemy to even say on here we've got some (laughs) options but I would go there and you know get kind of like my home but now that obviously I've gotten past that um you know one that you're going to laugh at that makes me think of home is like teacher home because in the south here we have pork rinds pork pork rinds rinds. and it's my my go-to road trip snack so that's one that definitely just kind of connects the two for me. Um, I think that South was kind of the, one of the first ones like that. It reminds me a lot of like a beef, chips, and rice that we uh, do at home with a lot of garlic and really good cuts of meat. So
0: that one's kind of nostalgic for me as well. Wow. Wow. So you see, there's not a lot of I'm differences, actually. Like I'm sorry, what? I said, I told you, I like, I like food a lot. <laughs>
1: Uh, but I have a question. You, you, Angela, you grew up in Texas, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: in Texas, um, if, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are heavy on beef, steak, right?
2: Yeah, barbecue a lot. Barbecue yeah, in like, general. Like smoke, bar Yeah, smoke, yeah, smoke. barbecue. Well,
1: when you got And then I here. live right
2: on the line of Louisiana, yeah. so I did a lot oh, of seafood okay. too. Well, wow. That's
1: right. That's why. That's why. Yeah, seafood. I was getting there because. I've been before in Texas and I just love Texas too.
0: Is it because of the seafood or are the, seafood. the barbecue? The
1: uh, barbecue is more, so good. I think they have this, they do like, there is um like this smoke steak that they, mm-hmm. they put it inside this huge wooden oven and they let it cook for like so many hours. And then when it gets out, it just breaks by itself. And yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It yeah. Sounds like a
2: brisket. Banana. Yeah. Beef brisket. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I have a really close group of friends in the Philippines and some of us live pretty close and we do like Sunday barbecues and things like that. So we'll get meat and kind of do Texas style barbecue or, you know, some of those. So I, I get a lot of that as well.
0: So I don't necessarily if you need two
1: extra guests, to me and Mandy are here <laughs> next time. You know? Yeah.
0: Or we could bring her around. <laughs> invited to the right? next one. <laughs> yeah, invited to the next food trip. We'll bring you around Maginhawa or wherever. Yeah. I would yeah. love to do a food
2: trip. You know, I, I have a um a good friend who Used to live in the Philippines. She's in the uh, U.S. now, and I'd done radio for a while. And I always tried to convince her to do like a travel food mm. uh, show so that I could tag along. So I'd love to do that. <laughs> and I like to see like regionally what everyone yeah. loves. Hey, any opportunity to eat, I'm going to get right? so many notes from my friends after this. Like, you realize <laughs> all you did was talk about food the whole time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's fun. I mean, that uh, yeah. Basically, but it's one of the things that bond us together. To I
2: mean, that's how we congregate. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's how we bond and congregate. We- we travel specifically to go for food. We map our agendas around the food that we're going to eat. So
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Same. Same. Right. So what's the most notable place that you've been to in the Philippines because of the food that you ate? Like, okay, if you eat – I mean, if you, if you go to this place, this is exactly the type of food that you, that you think of.
2: Um. You know, it's funny, because even mentioning the fact of traveling for food, most of that has been uh, other areas in Asia outside
1: of
2: the Philippines. I think the first one, I would travel to Cebu a lot. I have lots of friends in Cebu anyways, but um, I I had a particular love for Lechon in Cebu um, versus what I was getting in Manila at the time, Uh Uh, and you're going to get me like, kicked out of the country comparing places in
0: their food. But it's you know okay. that was
1: one thing that I would no, when I would get there. It's so, fine. Cebu is well known for the best lechon. Yes. I mean so that's a lot of
0: people try to copy but Cebu is always like the yeah, champion Cebu for is lechons. Cebu. And then there's always like a different um in every like city or let's say a barrio, there's always like a different recipe that just stands out among the rest.
2: Well, and that's one of the reasons that I, I said, I, if there's like sal Pical on the menu, I get it. I see that that is even, you know, a little different region. Yeah. Like sometimes it's got different vegetables in it. Sometimes it's heavier on the garlic side. So that yeah. one's kind of cool to me. Just You can usually get a flavor for, uh, you know, the area just based off of that. Um, I, I think another thing that I used to travel for uh, in the Philippines back when I got to travel more uh, is, you know, when I – first came out there, the like micro brewery boom was kind of happening where you were getting a lot more like uh, really good small batch breweries for beer oh, yes. in the Philippines oh, with like yes. local flavors, so I did a lot of traveling with that, and you know a lot of them are in Cebu as well uh, you've got oh, a few there that you could go like taste it and meet the people who make it and uh, go up to Baguio. I love to go to Baguio for like a good weekend relax like relaxing trip it's a lot different so there's some there it's, that
0: was kind of cool in the beginning too. Mm, nice. So, what nice. are like the top three places that you you've been to in the Philippines, like unforgettable places? Yeah, this is
2: hard. This one is super hard because I love that so many areas are so different. I, I think Baguio has a, a place in my heart just because of uh, it was my first time getting out of the metro. And uh-huh. Just seeing, you know, how different it could be. I like a little bit cooler weather. I like to be able to throw on a sweater. (laughs) Fresh air was good. It definitely holds a place in my heart. Um, if I think the first time I went to, I mean, obviously beaches are, you, it's uncomparable. Like you can't compare it to anywhere else in the world. But. The first time I went and was just like, I'm looking at a postcard was, you know, we went to El Nido, we went to Palawan and oh yes it, that's just, yeah. and it was also five years ago when the airport was smaller, less people were coming in, it was, you know, still a little quieter in some areas. And so that was really like the first time I was like, where do I live? Like I live in a <laughs> postcard. Um, and then we like to find kind of untouched, haven't really started booming yet beachy areas and I'm not going to name any of them because we want them to stay that way as long as 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 they can but I think that would kind of fit into a a space of you know the third space as long as you can have options for food I'm good
0: exactly so you you have no qualms about hotels and stuff as long as it's a beautiful beach yeah
2: for the, I mean, it's funny because I'll, that's some other stories. I'll tell you some other times. I've gotten myself into some crazy situations along the way. You know, I, I can be a little picky when it comes to accommodations unless okay. I know that I'm going to something that's a little more off, you know, the beaten path. Yeah. Uh, as long as I feel safe while there, and, you know, there's been a couple that for other reasons uh, I didn't, but as long as I feel safe. <laughs> I've got you know some of my own amenities with me. I'll be fine. Yeah.
1: Nice. You yeah. should be the CDO when you come back to the Philippines, Mandy. So will I, have you CDO. You have. I have been the
2: CDO. Yeah. I have been the CDO. Oh, there. Yeah, we have a site studio, so I've been out a few times. But this is where I'll need you, Mandy. I haven't done any of the cool stuff. I've literally oh. just been like, getting, I, you know, I met with some government officials there. I went to the, you know, the office, but I haven't like the like whitewater
0: rafting and, you know, all the cool stuff that I hear. You'll have we'll, to take we'll take you. When, we'll take yeah, you when all this is over and you're back here, we'll take you. Yeah.
2: speed and take care of I'm, Hey, I'm <laughs> literally making lists of all the promises I've gotten. I'm going from food trips. I'm going.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just think that the whole tourism business is going to be up and running once this pandemic is over. Like once all the, all the borders are opened again and we're all free to travel and it's all safe, I think it's going to go back to, business and because everybody's just so cooped up in their in our homes right now doing work and or or our other hobbies right i think people are itching to get out i agree exactly
1: yeah i mean at some point we have to i mean it's sad to say but we have we have to live with it as soon as um everyone feels safe
2: again um
1: yeah yeah well (laughs) can you see
0: but it's good to f- look forward to things, right? So, yeah. yeah, one of the things that we look forward to is actually having you over, bringing you to some places, feeding you some good food, letting you chug some nice old beer or like locally crafted ale. That's one, <laughs> yeah. that's I a enjoy lot. It. Yeah. You have to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, to I like
2: how many of them have like local flavors too. Uh, there's exactly. one, it's uh, the brewery in Cebu, and it's just a sweet couple. And they had one that's like green mangoes and salt. What? Uh, so, I mean, I couldn't drink Yeah, the really? beer itself tastes like that. I and didn't so that, know that was kind of cool. They use a lot of local flavors. That's interesting. Super green interesting. Green
1: mango salt?
2: Yeah, it's like, I mean, wow. I know that that's not what a lot of, you know, people, I don't do like, when it's the shrimp paste, I don't like do that. So, like, I put them in salt and it has like
0: a very, nice. like, pungent flavor that way, fun interesting you see she's been to a lot more places in the philippines than we did and tried yeah and tried more food than we probably ever did (laughs) we should be more adventurous emil i hear that sometimes
2: (laughs) i hear a lot and you know i think that we suffer from in uh the u.s also we tend to travel outside of our normal area
0: yeah i figured i figured She's great. Outgoing. Yeah, you guys outgoing, are more outgoing yeah. than Filipinos ever are. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, how, yeah, yeah. How, how did you adjust to those things? Like, personally, how did you adjust with work, the new normal and stuff? Um, I, you know, I don't think
2: I've ever spent this much time of my day on the phone. Um, <laughs> I'm used to being out, like, actually working with my team, seeing how things are doing, having face-to-face. Um, and I'm not... So super keen on like the video chatting as much as you know you would think and so it took a while to adjust to being on video and then always having you know like earbuds Let's
1: in my
0: head
2: yeah. <laughs> a really good headset it's I funny because bef-
1: it, yeah, it's funny ahead. because before the pandemic it's like i would tell my son stay off the phone you go and do school manual <laughs> and play with your toy now Stay on your phone and iPad because you have to go to school and everything is you know, <laughs> <Exactly>. online. <laughs>
0: everything is online. What are the other things that you guys haven't used since the pandemic? Me personally, I've never used my earrings. Like, oh, I never see, got I, to use my earrings. I smaller ones. <laughs>
2: <Right>? <laughs> I, I wear a lot less lipstick. Uh, cause obviously with the mask, when
0: I go out, like it's, yeah. it's going to
1: get all over my face. Anyway. I don't use lipstick, so don't worry. <laughs>
0: Can't, relate. <laughs> Can't relate. But what about you, Can't Emil? Relate. What about the guys? I know that some oh. of you like forgot to use, uh, how to use pants anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: Yeah. No, no, I still wear pants. I mean, you I still pants have on. pants though, but, uh, no, I didn't use wax pomade for my hair oh, for right. so long. Because I was always at home, it's either a cap or I don't wear anything. And then slowly, lately, because I'm going out sometimes in the office and et cetera, then that's the time. But if not, yeah, other than that, um, oh, shoes. You know what? I've been <laughs> using the same pair of shoes since the start of the pandemic.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I live in socks now. And then this is kind of my like, go-to. This is just piled on top of my head. My mom is really funny because if I come through, I'm, I'm staying with her right now. And if I come through with like my hair actually like a blowout and straight, she's like, Do you have to be on camera with
0: someone important today? I'm <laughs> like, can yeah, I just wanna feel good? <laughs> Same thing here at home. Like every time, every time like I put a lipstick on or like makeup or like I do my eyebrows, my my fiance goes like, Oh, you're gonna stream? Okay, I'm gonna lower my <laughs> bandwidth. <laughs> like, yeah, there's just that simple understanding of um, those things. So yeah. um Angela, we want to know what you'd like to say to like people or women specifically who want to conquer, um, the, the corporate world. What would you want to tell them?
2: Um, (laughs) start my seminar. Um, (laughs) I think the, you know, step one is just really having a good understanding of what your strengths are and, you know, not being afraid to showcase those, um, in an office environment. Um, I also think that obviously, as the corporate world evolves and becomes more aware of the need for diversity and inclusion as a whole, um, some of the historically negative uh, connotations of a woman have gone out the window. Like, you know, it's okay to show emotion and care about your team. It's okay to be in passion when you're, you know, you're speaking. Um, So I think Finding the adjustment for that, um, and then I think what's really important is just find a good mentor. Find someone who you can, mentor, you know, yeah, attach yourself yeah. to, or you know, watch them in the business environment and learn from. You know, that's one of the things that we're even doing at work. We started a new mentor program, um, and just doing it in a very structured way so that everyone could feel like they have some support and uh, sharing their stories. So if you find someone who you respect who they are in the environment, you know, the, the workspace uh, to learn from them. I think that's really important.
1: Wow. Angela, yeah. you're so inspiring. Just listen to me.
2: <laughs>
0: I know. I know. I'm learning so much yeah. already. I mean, okay, oh. basically in, in our respective industries, we're it's, it's, it's traditionally been like dominated by men, but now women are rising up the ranks. And thanks yeah. to a lot of um, series on Netflix that are are like showing the same I mean, situation it's, it's just been normalized little by little. And you know, it's important to have this conversation every now and then so that, you know, people learn and it reaches to all, all like corners in the world. It is.
2: And you know, I think also is, I, I think there's obviously some preconceived notions of what that might mean in the past, but as the boardrooms have started becoming more diverse, people are really opening their eyes to that means you have more creative thinking as a whole. When you have people from different backgrounds and upbringings and who have a different view on the world, then you can have a more complete conversation than just, you know, nine people sitting in a room and saying and feeling and thinking the same thing. So that has come a long way, uh, in recent years, uh, and for all, you know, typically
0: minority groups. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah we look forward to having more of this conversation in the future but for now we're out of time but thank you so yeah. much for spending exactly. time with us today thank you we learned so I'm looking much for you when i come back I'm yes working. yeah yes please. yes <laughs> please do look for us we promised to bring you out. actually all of our guests we had to we we, we, we like yeah, so far I, we promised like nine people to go out with them <laughs> hang out with them Later. but don't worry we're gonna we're gonna we're throw all, a
1: party yeah they we're gonna, gonna throw a party, party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when everything is safe when when we have like um super easy context to get antigen tests done sure let's do it we're looking forward to meeting it. you. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, how can we find you? Do you have? Um, do you want to promote your social media accounts? Any cause that you are supporting? Anything? I am definitely not a uh, influencer, <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> and you'll be very bored if you go to my social media. But by all means, feel free to check it out. Uh, it's actually Angie No IG. There's a story behind that. I'll tell you. Some of my uh, some of time. So A N G I N O I G. But like I said you'll be pretty bored. It's when I'm back to traveling, it'll be a lot more food and places.
0: Awesome. Lovely. Yeah, I think you're, you're still fun to talk to about food. We're pretty sure we learned so much about, you know, places. We didn't even know about that beer or like that drink <laughs> that you told us earlier. Now yeah, we're going to look for that. It. I am super India. interested. I am super duper interested. So, I'll yes. I'll to indeed. find the actual name of it and I'll send it to you. But thank yes, you please. so much for taking the time. Oh, thank you too. Thank, thank you. you thank it was so you, early. You, you, you woke up so early today just to talk to us. Thank you so much just for, for us. giving us, you know, giving us a chance to get to talk to you and get to know you even better. And hopefully a lot of people, you know, got her message. You you guys, um, you ladies, ladies out there, you, you'd be so inspired to work so much more and, you know, handle handle things in the corporate world in the future so thank you so much angie and um thank you. catch you guys next week <laughs> my name's mandy
1: my name is emil and please don't forget to share this episode and for those who will type their name on the comment we're gonna issue some stickers we're gonna start giving away yes. some choose penis stickers
0: awesome so yes please Just don't type forget your to name. share and comment Awesome, awesome. Yes. And please do follow at FM1 Manila Facebook page at Mandy Nocom and at underscore Emiliano Romano for my partner. We'll see you guys next week. The Philippines. Aside from our lovely islands, People from all over the world love coming here for the Filipino hospitality experience. Would you believe that's exactly one of the reasons why some of them yearn to stay? Well, there's actually more to it that we Filipinos don't even realize. Let's meet people who came generally from first-world countries and have fallen in love with this beautiful, humble country of ours. This is Juspines.